Welcome to the Pylon Pylon, college football scores, predictions, and analysis from regular fans of the game. Welcome college football fans. This is week three of the Pylon Pylon weekly college football podcast where we sit around and talk about college football, uh, even though we are no more qualified than anybody else listening here you're probably more qualified but we do this anyway we're sitting around so you're going to listen to us follow us on instagram follow us on twitter tell us how right or how wrong you think we are um and let's get into it so week two maybe not as exciting as as week one i'm joined here by brady and aiden and we'll have a special guest here in a minute as well um Let's talk first about a couple of the big games or or what we thought were going to be the big games. I think everybody thought the game of the week was going to be Iowa at Iowa State. Aiden, what happened? What happened here? Iowa State really just could not hold up Iowa like I thought they would be able to. I mean, I thought it was going to be a much more exciting game. I had Iowa State ranked, I think, like six or maybe maybe not six, but they're pretty high up. And I didn't have Iowa at all in my top ten. And yeah, they proved me wrong. Iowa is the better team than Iowa State. I mean, Brady, what do you think? What, what, where did it go wrong for Iowa State? Is Iowa just that good? You were, you were kind of high on Iowa last week. This is where I went wrong. Um, it was, it was Iowa's defense just played phenomenal. Uh, Brock Purdy, who's rated as one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now, threw for zero touchdowns and three interceptions. You could not do that as a top quarterback. Um, Iowa just seemed to be the better team. They looked better on both sides of the ball, and so they won. I mean, it was it wasn't even that fun of a game. The final score was it was a ten point game. It it wasn't that close. It didn't feel it didn't feel that close. Uh, A couple of surprises. I think the biggest surprise was Oregon. The Ducks go into Columbus into the shoe and knock off Ohio State. How do they do this, Bray? What what happened? Are the Ducks good? Are the Ohio State overrated? What's going on? So I think it's a mix of both here. C.J. Stroud, quarterback for Ohio State, didn't play a bad game. He overthrew a lot of the receivers. And in general, the Ohio State offense was not horrible. Um, it was the Ohio State defense that played bad, and especially against Oregon's outside running game. Um, Rushing-wise, uh, Oregon's running back um, – um, CJ Verdell uh, rushed for 161 yards and two touchdowns. It was just the same run play time and time again to the outside. And Ohio State could not stop the run at all. And when you can't stop the run, it's not a fun game defensively. So Oregon just pulled that one out. People got surprised by Oregon. It was, I mean, I don't mind it. I'm, Ohio State's one of those teams I'm kind of sick of seeing. So uh, it felt good to, to see that. Aiden, I'm going to toss this one to you because you wore the sweatshirt today. Uh, Texas got a preview maybe of what it's going to be like in the SEC. They went to Arkansas, not necessarily a SEC powerhouse. And, uh, well, I'll let you tell them, tell the folks what happened. Well, I, uh, t- Arkansas beat Texas 40 to 21. It was you know, not really a very exciting game. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think Arkansas is definitely a lot better than people realize, right? Uh, you know, uh, I, I I don't think that Texas is a bad school, but they just did not play on the same level at all for Arkansas. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it really was not a fun game to watch at all, especially if you're a Texas fan. Uh, watch Arkansas a team who's pretty notoriously in the past like five years been very bad uh play against a texas team and win pretty pretty convincingly they steamrolled them i mean it was really did it was rough uh some other some other surprises uh stanford kind of rolled all over usc and then usc's coach got fired (laughs) so um i think usc's coach got was like he he's been there for a couple of years and he was sort of a a holdover like they fired Steve Sarkeesian a while back and they were like well this guy will be the interim coach and then they just kind of kept him around for a while and USC has just been not USC and so they lost to Stanford by two touchdowns he gets he gets the boot um there was some jokes going around about Urban Meyer uh, in his first game as an NFL coach got, got beat and uh, Urban Meyer looking at the uh, USC opening, like, Oh, well, maybe I should go back to college. Um, and then one other game worth talking about uh, the, the app state Miami game, Brady, this was a close one. Um, well, right out of the gate, uh, Miami was able to get in a lot of, um, like power plays, especially offensively. Um, Miami looked pretty big, like, um, they're a pretty big team. And offensively, you have De'Aaron King, who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. Um, and he threw pretty well, but the absolute defense, good for, they hope Miami, who's a pretty powerhouse offensively, at 25 points, and they stay in the game. Um, there's a couple of uh, uh mistakes from Chip Bryce. Um, but I still think App State, you know, it, that was a game that I, I thought it was anyone's game. I mean, they played on an even level. They seemed like they were even teams. And, you know, obviously Miami being ranked top 25, App State um, not. I mean, if, even though Miami was 0-1, App State was 1-0. Um, but you, they saw, you saw they were on the same level of play. I mean, App State is a borderline top 25 team, same with Miami. Yeah, I think App looks good. You know, Miami got smushed by Alabama, but a lot of teams would get smushed by Alabama. So um, hard to hard to tell there. But App looked like they belonged for sure. Um, and then speaking of, uh, we'll, we'll talk about bias alert here, but uh, East Carolina hosted South Carolina in Greenville. Big game. Anytime an SEC opponent comes to Greenville, um, this would be a big game. It's been circled on the schedule for years, and uh, the Pirates looked out of the gate like they were going to run away with it. In fact, they looked clearly like the better team in the first quarter, um, and uh, they ended up losing. They ended up losing on a last-second field goal uh, for the win by the Gamecocks on the road. And, uh, yeah, Aiden, what happened? I mean, we, we watched this game with kind of through our – through our hands, through our fingers, uh, as we were face palming, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, 
kind of kind of like the App State game, uh, but even more so. The Pirates had the momentum at first. We got the first touchdown again, uh, and we were looking very good, especially on our defense for whatever reason. Defense was nuts. Defense was, was amazing all game. That I mean, yeah, it, that just came as a, a surprise, especially after last uh, game. And uh, I mean, we haven't East Carolina hasn't beat a, uh, an SEC school in I don't know how long. Probably never. 50, 50 uh, years or something crazy like that. I'm sure yeah, it's not 50 years, like but that. it's it's in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. But we did more, or East Carolina did a lot more than just like hold, I mean, than just hold up with uh, Gamecocks. We were winning for most of the game. Uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, we can hold it up. Our secondary cannot hold it up in the – the second half, and that's that's really when uh, South Carolina started coming back, and you know they they scored in the second, the third, and the fourth, none in the first, and that just really led to our downfall. Brady, your boy Holton Nailers. We talked about him a little bit last week. We talked about how our faith is is waning. He didn't look good. The best pass of the game, by the way, was not thrown by Holton Nailers. It was thrown by Tyler Snell. Yeah, Tyler Sneed. 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 Um, Sneed. <laughs> yeah. He was. Um, you can say it. You can say this to people well, that you admire. Great, I mean, he was. The, he was trash. He was awful. There wasn't. I mean, you you can give him credit that there. Were, he didn't have so many wide receivers open, but still, you've got to make those throws, and he's got to stop being so. Um, what's the word? He's got to be stupid. He, like he, like stutters too much. Like he needs to mm-hmm. go down on a decision. Like. Um, like sometimes he'll like, he'll be like super, like, should I run this? Should I run this? Should I not run this? And it just takes too long for him to decide. He's got to be a better decision maker. And, um, uh, yeah. Um, look, I recognize like the offensive line is truly offensive, uh, for the pirates and the play calling on offense is pretty basic, pretty poor. Um, we don't mix it up very much. We start getting predictable. It don't feel like we adjust when the other teams start adjusting. And so we, we understand, I understand there's some limitations, but Ehlers also then just didn't play well. And yeah, was just making kind of boneheaded or late decisions. And it seemed like he was always making the wrong one, wrong decision. And so it was, it was very frustrating. Um, one other game that we just got to quickly skim over. If if you didn't hear, Jacksonville State goes into Florida State, beats them on a Hail Mary touchdown. Uh, it was incredible. And uh, Florida State uh, just feels fun to watch them lose. They, they played pretty well against Notre Dame. And then Jacksonville State, who is a football championship series team, so not even an FBS opponent, uh, Goes in and beats him, and they'll they'll be thinking about that for decades. It's wanted to wanted to point out in that game, um, ESPN gave Florida State a ninety eight point four percent chance of winning. I think I'm surprised it's not higher than that, or it wasn't higher than that. I mean, yeah, pretty incredible. So hats off to Jacksonville State. All right, we got a quick new segment. Usually, this is where we would do uniforms, but we have a special guest here. 
to give us their top 10 funny, cute, scary um, college football mascots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome for the first time to the Pylon Pylon, Kinsley. This is Kinsley's Corner. Hello, college football fans. Um, since I know nothing about football, I am doing, as as Will said, top 10 funniest. You can call cutest. me dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm doing top 10 funniest, cutest, and scariest college football mascots. And if you disagree with me, you can go on to Instagram and tell us and tell us what um, you think should be on this list. All right, so roll through. You're good. We're going from 10 to 1, right? Yep. All right. Number 10, Big Red from Western Kentucky. Love Big Red. <laughs> um the wild frat, the wild cat from Can from Kansas State. That's number nine. Number eight, Stanford, the tree. Yeah, the tree is hilarious from Stanford. <laughs> the cardinal. Yep. Green. Number seven, Colorado Buffalo. Nice. Number six, Georgia Tech Buzz. Our boy Buzz. We like Buzz. Our boy. Number five. (laughs) Number five, Otto the Orange. Oh, this is from Syracuse. Yes. Number Number four, Clemson Tigers. Number three, Louisiana Tigers. Louisiana State Tigers. Yeah. LSU Tigers. Yes. Um, Number two, Arizona, Arizona State Sun Devil. Nice. All right. And I'm the number one. Brady, Brady thought it would be out of the orange. Who's number one? Tennessee Smokey. It might just be me because I love dogs, but he's adorable. So good pick. Good pick. pick. So that was all for the segment Kinsley's Corner. Um (laughs) I'll see. Um Maybe I'll be in another podcast that they do. So, bye. Good good debut, Kinsley. Well done. High five. That was Kinsley's Corner, top 10 mascots. I'm a little angry she didn't put PD the Pirate anywhere in there, but. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, so sorry. Bye. Yep. Good night. <laughs> Love you. All right. It is actually her bedtime, so she's gone. Uh, one quick thing, and then we're going to get into the, the, uh, the power rankings. Uh, it, it is official. We talked about it last week, but it is official. The Big Ten, the Big 12, excuse me, the Big 12 is adding BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati. They all accepted their bids, um, or they all, they all accepted the invitations, um, and uh, they will be leaving the American Conference uh, with obviously BYU being the exception. They're an independent. Uh, pretty good pickups, I guess, if all things considered for the Big 12, although – you know, ECU took an L. ECU will just continue to take L's. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the, the American Conference. There, there's who knows what's going to happen there. And honestly, the Big 12 is kind of floundering. So um, we'll see. But they they made the best of the situation. Congrats to those teams. It uh, I would have lost sleep over it probably 15 years ago. Uh, but, uh, yep, they all deserved it. They've been good for a while and they're big markets. So, all right. It's time for power rankings. There's got to be some shakeups this week because there were some shakeups this week. So, uh, Aiden, we're going to start with you. We're going to we're going to shake things up. We're going to start with Aiden first, alphabetical order. Aiden, let's give us your top ten. All right, 
Well, at number, uh, I guess I'll do 10. That's normally how they do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was about to do it the other way around. This is our third week. Get used to it. At 10, I have Texas A&M. I was a little bit iffy on this pick, even putting them at 10. I know some people have them higher. I just really do not like Texas A&M. I don't like the situation where they're going, even though they've won both of their games. I just, I don't like them. I don't like their. They barely, they barely beat Colorado. Exactly. And Colorado is not necessarily a powerhouse. No. Okay, well, you um, chose Colorado, by the way. I did choose Colorado because I hated Texas A&M. Uh, <laughs> number nine, Penn State. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not that exciting. Eight. This is a little bit exciting, a little controversial. I have Ole Miss. At eight? At eight. Way higher oh, than man. a lot of people hot, have them. Hot I take. Good they boy. are they are top tier this season with their like hustle, no huddle offense. They and uh I mean they're they just have an amazing quarterback, probably one of the greatest quarterbacks in the SEC right now. Uh I just don't see this program heading in any bad situations from here on out. Uh I could be jinxing it. I mean, that is a, a big pick. I, I probably have a little bit lower, but I do think Ole Miss is pretty underrated. They've got a great offense going for them. Definitely. They're not underrated in Aiden's power to power ranking. So. Nope. All properly right. rated. Ole Miss. All right. At seven, I have Cincinnati. They haven't moved. Six, I have Clemson. They have moved a little lower than they were. Uh, I'm still not super sold on Clemson, uh, but – you know they are you could they are one and one but of course they're one losses to Georgia who is an amazing team uh number five I have Oregon beat off Ohio State I don't think it was luck I think it is pure skill with their running offense um plus look look good play good right look good play good they actually did look really good like their uniforms last week which I'm not usually too high on the Oregon uniforms because they're just black and yellow uh, at number four, I have Oklahoma. I'm, I, I think four is maybe even a little too high for them. I, they struggled a lot against, uh, Tulane, but Tulane was a really good opponent, but you know, I'm at four for now at three. Here's where, here's a, another, this is going to be a hot take. It's going to be maybe not a hot take, but a little bit hot. You know, it's, it's like lightly, it's like warm. Uh, I have Iowa. Okay. Well, I was, Iowa needed to be there somewhere. And I was they wondering did. if your hot take was going to be Iowa at two and Georgia at three, but no, 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 I, I can't, I can't put Georgia anywhere below two. Uh, so yeah, uh, Iowa at three, Georgia at two and Alabama at one. I, I, I like your top four, honestly. I think Iowa, Iowa and Oregon are both both tough. I feel like you could both you could swap either of them out. Um, yeah. All right, I like it. Old Miss is a little a little high, but nope, I like not. it. <laughs> all right, uh, little baby Bray, what's your power? What's your power rankings this week? Um, at number ten, coming off the loss, I have Ohio State. I still think they're a top ten team. I just think Oregon's really good. Um, they still play well. Um, especially offensively. Um, I think they'll struggle defensively against some opponents, but I still think they're a top 10 team, uh, at least for now. At number nine, same spot as Aiden, I have Penn State. Um, 
They're, they're just they're really good defensively. Um, they've got some solid pieces in offense. Um, Sean Clifford. Um, so I think I think Penn State is they got a, they got a big test coming up this week. Yeah, you'll you'll see if they're a top ten team or not. It's a wideout game though. Um, and number eight, I have Clemson. I know this is a little bit low, but I'm just not sold on Clemson offensively, especially. They they just haven't looked they haven't looked great to me. I like it. And I just don't think that they're necessarily up there with the teams that are above them. So I think number eight is right now. Um, I see what Aiden's saying, but seven, I still have Texas A&M. Um, we're, you're talking about the – they only scored 10 points. They barely beat Colorado. They had their backup quarterback in. They had a bunch of backup receivers in. They're playing their bums against Colorado, still beat them. Um, six, you got Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's really good. Um they keep smashing teams. I know they haven't played a really, really good team. Um, Miami, Ohio was okay in week one. I know they haven't played a, you know, a top team. But I think when the time comes, they'll, they'll prove that they're a, a top team in college football. Number five, I have Oregon. Um, like Aiden was saying, um, you know, they played a really good game against Ohio State. Their offense looked good. Their run attack looked good. Their jerseys always look fresh. Um <laughs> Def- defensively, they made plays when they had to against uh, C.J. Stroud. They need some better uh, coverage in the secondary um, for the number five. But at number four, I've got Oklahoma. Um, like Aiden, they, they didn't really play any, any anyone worth talking about uh, this week. So um, I can't move them down any, can't move them up any. Uh, Spencer Rattler needs to continue to prove himself uh, after the terrible week one performance. Now here's where things get shaky. At three, I have Georgia. Um, and at two, I have Iowa. Now, let me explain. So I think Georgia and Iowa are really similar teams um, where they're kind of pretty balanced on both sides. I think against a normal a normal SEC opponent, normal whatever opponent, that um, Georgia will dominate offensively and defensively and you, other, other than, like, the Iowa and, like, Alabama. Um and I think I think Georgia's really good, but the thing that sets Iowa apart from them is just Iowa is just so. I think Iowa's better offensively is what I'm going to say up front. Um, Iowa's offense just their offensive line looks great, their tight ends look great, their quarterback looks great, their receivers look great, and I've seen a um, couple of pieces on Georgia look great, but as an all around offense, I just think Iowa's better, and I think Iowa and Georgia are pretty neck and neck defensively. I mean. We saw their defensive performance against Iowa State. I mean, Iowa, they just – they were at the quarterback right as the ball snapped. I mean, so at two, I have Iowa, and I have one. I've got Alabama, so. I like I like your reasoning there. I Nothing really to disagree with. Um, co- yeah, controversial pick, but you backed it up. Um, okay, all right. Last week on the prediction side, uh, Aiden actually came out on top. Aiden went eight and five on the on the predictions. Uh, Brady and I both went seven and six, but Brady is in the lead overall with fifteen and ten. Uh, Aiden is at fourteen and eleven, and I have a losing record. I have a I'm at twelve and thirteen. Yikes! Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, take it easy. Um, Tough. Uh, I mean, it's early. Uh, there are actually some pretty good games this week uh and we are going to start and gordon i know you're listening ryan i know you're going to be listening uh 
number one, Alabama at number 11, Florida. Are you going to pick who, who's going to pick their heart versus their mind <laughs> here? <laughs> who's, who's going Alabama, Florida? Who, who's going to win this one? Aiden? Uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, just the guy who picks Florida sacrificing it. I like it. I'm, I'm sacrificing because I, I would be a lot happier if Florida won, if I also chose them to win. Yeah, Florida. Brady? Listen, man, um, this is actually a really tough game to predict. This could go two ways. Um, I'm going to predict the way I think. If if Florida puts their backup quarterback in AR-15, I actually think Florida comes out with this. I, think I don't really- think they will, though. But I think they're going to keep Emory Jones in most of the game, which is going to give him the loss. So if AR-15 goes in, I think Florida has a chance to win this. But since I think Emory Jones is going to go in, he's just too inconsistent. I have to pick Bama for the moment. So I pick Alabama. All right. You heard it, you heard it here, uh, Emerson clan. Brady has picked against the Gators. Uh, shame. I'm also picking against the Gators. Alabama's going to absolutely destroy Florida, but it's, oh no, not destroy! No, it's, they're going to destroy them. You have no they're idea. Yeah, totally destroy them. Uh, let's talk about a game that will be uh, destruction. Number two, Georgia at South Carolina. I'm going Georgia. I'm going Georgia. I don't need to say anything else. I'm going Georgia, but remember that one time when South Carolina beat Georgia <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, I'm going to say Georgia still. You enjoy bringing that up. I don't think Georgia's forgotten either. Uh, number six, Clemson in Atlanta at Georgia Tech. Um, I'm going to go out of the gate and say that uh, Georgia Tech is not a good football team, folks. Um, <laughs> Georgia Tech, week one, they lost to Northern Illinois. Um, not a great team. And congrats, you beat Kennesaw State 45 to 17. Now you're about to play Clemson. Um, they're going to get destroyed. It'll probably be Clemson will end up putting their bumps, and they'll probably be like, you know, 41 7. Yes. Yeah, there's just no hope for Georgia Tech in this game. It's the classic ACC matchup Clemson versus some really pretty crappy school. So, yeah. Clemson's going to fall out with the dunk. Most of the ACC. Number eight, yeah. Cincinnati. We talked about them being good uh, and also not having played anybody. They're going to go to Indiana. Does Indiana pull it out? Um, no, they do not pull it out. I've got I've got Cincinnati, and I'm 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 not going to say blowout, but I don't think it's going to be a necessarily close game. I really like Cincinnati here. I think they've got a good matchup here. Um, Desmond Desmond Ritter is just going to. I think he's going to score. Cincinnati is going to score a lot of points. On the board, and I just, I just don't think Indiana will um, be able to match them. Yeah, I, I hate to continue to be boring, but I think that Cincinnati is definitely going to win this game. Uh, you have, you're the one. You're the only one that's chosen anything differently. Florida beating Alabama. True. This is where we're going to have some disagreements. Number ten, Penn State, going to number twenty-two, Auburn. Uh, this will be tough. I'm gonna go out the gate here. Um, when I do my power rankings, I a team has to prove themselves. I can't just say like Aiden does that Ole Miss is the best team. <laughs> Come on, but, you so, said it was a good pick. 
I, th- I, th- I think it is a good pick because I think they might be the eighth best team, but I just don't think they've proved it that they're the eighth best team. That's how I base my power rankings up. So even though I have okay, Penn State number 10, I still am picking Auburn here, actually. Um, disagree with me all you want. First of all, <laughs> Auburn plays in the SEC. <laughs> um, so a number 22 team in the uh, SEC, I think, beats almost anyone in the whatever it is, the Big Ten, whatever. Um, and so I just think Auburn, I'm not super big on, on, on Knicks, but, um, I still think they come out with the win. I think it's going to be an offensive game actually, which is going to be weird for Penn state, but I think Penn state's offense matches really good against this Auburn defense. So I think it's not going to be a high scoring game. I think it will be a really close game. But I think Auburn pulls it out. Uh, I'm going to say Penn state. I'm really Ooh. not high on Bo Nix at all. I'm going to say Penn State. I'm going Auburn. I think Auburn pulls it out. I think Penn State, uh, yeah, I think Penn State chokes. Uh, shout out to the Shaw family from Woodstock, Georgia. This would be a big game for you guys, uh, Penn State and Auburn. Um, all right, number 12, Notre Dame at Purdue. Any takers uh, on Purdue? Any takers? You know what? Notre Dame hadn't looked good. No, I was about to say Notre Dame does not look good. We saw them um, almost lose to Toledo. Um, it, they barely, barely—I mean, barely—to pull it out. Um, and honestly, give me Purdue here. I mean, oh my! I don't think Notre Dame is is a, a good team. I haven't had them in my top ten for a reason. The Vanderbilt of the Big Ten. Vanderbilt of the Big Ten. The Duke of the Big Ten. I don't care. Notre Dame is trash. They're booty. Get them out of here. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm actually agreeing with Brady. Oh, Purdue, man. Purdue is significantly better than both Florida State and Toledo, and those were both schools that Yikes. Notre Dame struggled with. All right, I'm actually going Irish on this one. I think they're going to wake up and blow them out, but. It'll also be a good strategic pick for me to see if I can gain some games on you guys. Uh, number 13, UCLA, uh, playing Fresno State. I'm going to go out here and say Fresno State's going to win this game. Um, All right, my boy. I- I'm high on Fresno State, actually. I think they're a top 25 team. Just a couple of years ago, they were a top 25 team. Yeah, they always uh, hover around. They, they struggled a little bit, but I, I'm not super high on UCLA. I know UCLA has beat some big teams like LSU, for example. Um, but just in general, um, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't necessarily love them. So I'm going out here and I'm just, you know, I like it. I like it. I'm going UCLA here. I actually think UCLA might be for real. And if they lose this game, I'll, admit that they're not for real but they look yeah. pretty good i'm going ucla too they look pretty good against lsu which you know now i guess now lsu is not necessarily anything crazy but i i think that ucla still lsu right. yeah and it's UCLA, still LSU. It's, it's, a, it's a sec school and ucla has been not great uh even under chip kelly all right number 15 virginia tech at west virginia I'm going Mountaineers here. I think Virginia Tech blows it. Um, I think West Virginia is – we saw them play uh, Maryland fairly tough a few weeks ago. 
I think West Virginia gets gets this one. I think Virginia Tech has a letdown game and uh, they blow it. I, I agree. I think uh, West Virginia wins this game. Um, I don't. I, I don't necessarily think um, that West Virginia is a is a great team. I think they're borderline top twenty five, but I think they'll pull this one out. I agree. West Virginia. All right. Unanimous on West Virginia. Nice upset pick there. Uh, Ole Miss, number 17 in the AP poll, is playing Tulane, who looked pretty good when they played Oklahoma. I'm going to go ahead and say this real quick. Um, I'm actually really excited for this game. I think they're really similar teams. They got, like, powerhouse offenses. We saw Tulane put up 35 against Oklahoma, um, and then they blew out uh, whatever trash team they played. I think it'll be a shootout, but I think I think Ole Miss pulls this one out barely. Yeah, I agree on pretty much everything. I think it's going to be a maybe not as close of a game as Brady is saying, but I think it's going to be uh, fairly close. But I think Ole Miss is definitely going to win this. I'm picking the upset, guys. I'm going too late. Yikes! You talking about yikes? Yikes! Okay, uh, a couple more games here to pick. Number 19, Arizona State playing number 23, BYU, who coming off a fresh. Uh, a fresh win against their rival, Utah. I am going Arizona State here. And that doesn't, that's not a knock on BYU. I think they're good. I just think Arizona State is also good. Um, I'm going to go with uh, BYU here. I actually really, I'm really high on BYU. Um, even losing Zach Wilson, they, they've got a lot of returning players and they've looked good in the two games they've played. So give me BYU here. Also, shout out to my boy, Joseph Martinez, with two goals so far. joseph if you're listening thank you for what you do appreciate you uh atlanta united fans we're up 3-0 by the way uh i well i i'm gonna go with the mormons taking this one uh yeah i think byu looks pretty good especially in that game against utah uh miami number 24 uh, going to Michigan State, and I am taking Michigan State in this one. Will O'Hara, Will O'Hara, my boy, uh, go green. I'm picking Michigan State. Um, I actually think Michigan State's actually kind of underrated, which is weird because I'm not. I'm not usually really. I really don't like Michigan State like most years. They haven't looked good, especially last year. But I'm actually. I actually think they're a pretty solid team this year. So I'm gonna take Michigan State here over Miami. Upset. Aiden, uh, I heard your breath, which means that it feels like you disagree. I definitely disagree. Wow. This, this is Miami's game. I'm going to rub this one all in your face. This is Miami's State game. Pulls this one out. The this is game. Miami's game? Wow. Miami's game. This is the one. This is the one where they're going to pull out. I think they're going to make a lot of people's – possibly. I think they they might break the a lot of people's top ten because they're going to beat what? them so bad. I'm not Come gonna, on. Drive. Michigan State, nah. Michigan State, you guys are overrating Michigan State. What are you talking about overrating? I just think they're going to beat the number 24 team in the land. That's not overrating anybody. Mm. Whatever. All right. Uh, Last prediction, East Carolina at Marshall. And, guys, it pains me to say this. Marshall's going to kill it. Yeah, Marshall's going to steamroll it. There's just no way. Before I pick this game, I want to, want to address that. Marshall is a borderline top 25 team for me. Um, I think Marshall is really good. 
The quarterback hasn't played extremely well. They're two and zero. They beat Navy forty nine seven, NC Central forty four ten. Um, I think they beat ECU here thirty four to twenty. That close? That close? Wow. Um. All right. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm certainly gonna be okay with getting that pick wrong. Um. But uh, yeah, well, that's that wraps it for for the pylon po- uh, pylon pylon. I don't even know the name of our own podcast. Hey, quick shout out though uh, to Fabian Walker, Shambly Bulldogs. This past week, uh, Shambly drubbed Druid Hills, like absolutely drubbed them, eighty four to seven, fellas. Is that, is that right? Yeah, some along those lines. Scored you don't even remember. You don't even remember the score. <laughs> don't even remember the score. Eighty-four to seven. Fabian Walker, though, seven passing touchdowns, uh, which uh, puts him tied for third in the Georgia State high school football record book passing touchdowns in a game. He did all of those, all seven, in the first half. He joins uh, a, a pretty esteemed list, including Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, and Jake Fromm, um, Brock Vandegrift. I mean, just. Shambly's playing pretty well, three and one. Uh, pretty pretty exciting to have that right here in our backyard and have uh, have two of the players here predicting the games as well. So uh, that's that's it for week three of the Pylon Pylon. We'll see you next week. Uh, again, make sure to follow us on Instagram, as Kinsley told you. Uh, disagree with her picks, but don't do it too harshly. Don't hurt her feelings, okay? And uh, we will see you here next week. Have uh, fun watching football this weekend, everybody. Bye. See ya. Oh, my God. (laughs) This has been the Pylon Pylon. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you can hear every episode as it comes out each week. And follow us on Instagram where you can talk smack and agree or disagree with our predictions and analysis. See you next time.